welcome to the See You in the Morning podcast. Here, Craig Price and I, Cammie Wilcox, are on a quest to interview each member of the Calvin and Margaret Price family. Let's see who we're interviewing today. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of See You in the Morning podcast. We're super excited because we have Anya Bjorn Christensen with us. Not to bring up Peach Days right now, but Cammie, what do you know of Peach Days? I have heard of Peach Days. I don't think I've ever been because we always went in July. Um, but I know people talk about Peach Days. It is definitely big out this way. <laughs> well, it was fun because Greg and I this year, we got to help out with um, the Peach Queen a little bit. Oh, oh really? Wow. What is that? Yeah. So they, they have the little miss pageant and then they have a peach queen pageant for the scholarships and everything mm-hmm. and you're a peach queen for and do all this stuff for a year but the cool thing is that they don't it's not just a one and done like the girls they practice interviews and public speaking and it's just a really neat like i don't know extra skills kind of classes that they get to take and um, so Greg and I got to help with the mock interviews. So we went and interviewed all the girls a couple weeks ago. It was super fun. Oh, I, I bet that would be. That does sound fun. And it makes me think of that movie, Miss Congeniality. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I hope some of them were like that. <laughs> it was It was interesting, some of the answers I got. But Um, it was practice and then they learn and get to get more practice in before the big pageant so it's and it's interesting I found out later that they take off the top girl and the bottom girl like in in score so I know and I I'm kind of mad about it because yeah (laughs) but because if you kind of sucks Right. If you're the best, you should get to be the best. Exactly. So I don't know what the rules are. And I, I mean, obviously I've not been in pageants ever, so I don't know what the standard is, but it was, so you want to be part of it. You want to be good, but not the best, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Your program's too good. You need to step it down. Just just a little bit. You want to be mediocre. You know, we, throughout the years, we've gone to some of the actual pageants and stuff. So it, it is pretty fun. It's cool because they they do different, like any pageant queen, they do stuff throughout the, for the community throughout the year. So it really is a pretty cool yeah. thing that they do. Well, yeah. Getting scholarship money is always a good thing. But... Yep. Yeah. Oh, I remember, um, I know, jumping into memories, but Aunt yeah. Barbara always canned peaches. Mm. And I, my my mom and dad would always try to get some from her. <laughs> now, is that when you lived in Evanston? I'm sure. I just remember over the years, yeah, trying to get peaches from Aunt Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> just these random memories. Of- and that's such a labor of love. <laughs> it is. I yeah. Do you can, Cammy? I do. Um, I, I, not as much as my mom, um, Mm -hmm. probably obviously not as much as my mom, but, um, (laughs) I just made salsa the other day and canned it and it's really good. Um, out of tomatoes and peppers that I grew, which I haven't had a garden for a long time. So that's awesome. 
that yeah. makes it taste even better it does it does and I I mean I just do like containers on my patio but it worked I was like what that's awesome. <laughs> the squirrels didn't eat them. It was great. So it was a win. Yeah, so that's a good win. <laughs> yeah. But I do actually really enjoy, there's something really therapeutic about peeling both tomatoes and peaches to can. Like getting, putting them in the boiling water and then the freezing water and like just peeling the skin off is just really satisfying. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Do you can? <laughs> I have done a few things here and there and it is a it's a labor of love. So I can't say I love it, mm-hmm. but it's like I love the end result, so I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I do jam a lot too. Yeah, freezer jam is the best. <laughs> so I remember I, that's not canning either. But <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Kind of the same. I mean, preserving preserving food for later. It's the same. It's the same. Do you remember Grandma's big fruit room? Oh, yes. That was like shelves and shelves of canned food. You mean the dungeon? The dungeon? Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, the laundry room and that creepy door. (laughs) The creepy stairs that were. I mean, we really did have to dare each other to go up those stairs. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> but I do remember Grandma kept the, the bubble wrap in the canning room. And so <laughs> we would go down there and like pop all of Grandma's bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> like we got in so much trouble. But you know, there's not much to do. That's right. not a quiet game either. That's like, <laughs> here, let's go and pop the poppets. Well, but you're in the well, the dungeon, and we would yeah. close the door in the fruit room. <laughs> so no one would hear. Oh, you were the brave souls who would go in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you know you get in trouble. Oh, I just it was Grandma and Grandpa's house was really fun as a kid, just because, like, I remember we would go from Evanston. So you have the long car ride and you jump out and it would be like dusk Mm -hmm. and grandma's sprinklers would be on in her garden and she had this huge garden. It was beautiful and flowers and tons of vegetables and, and those white flowers in front of our house, you could smell those. And like, I know Arna and I had this whole route that we would go. So you'd go and check the frogs by the what is that secondary water? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Go for frogs there. Then you'd open up that little like chute on the fireplace. Yeah, the at the outside. bottom. So yeah. If, if anything was in there, nothing ever was, but you always had to check. We would like run around the house a couple of times just to get energy out. And I, I laughed because there was that playhouse, but you gave that a wide berth because of all the bees. Yep. And then just running around through the garden and getting in trouble and that, yeah. And then going downstairs and playing with the, the Raggedy Ann and Andy doll and <laughs> the bellows. Getting in Do trouble you guys remember the swing set that they used to have out by that? Faintly. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm really sure vaguely. All- rusty maybe by the time it probably was (laughs) oh it was so and I remember like so grandma had the the bike 
the exercise bike and we would take turns and one would someone would stand on one pedal <laughs> yep. and someone else would stand on the other and that was like our little ride <laughs> like go up and down and I mean you know there wasn't a ton to do but you had to get creative to to play yeah. but it was so fun in the in the dress up room right where that trunk was do you remember yeah. like they had that bellows for the yeah. fire oh, yeah yeah I played with that yeah, yeah. I, played all <laughs> <laughs> I remember that and grandma had that cuckoo clock in there too oh yeah oh yeah I'm sure that didn't last very long <laughs> and there's that closet I yeah I'm trying out all of the clothes I think my mom's bridesmaid dress was in there we would all you tried oh, all of them on and yeah <laughs> just little things and I have to laugh because like grandma and grandpa wouldn't let us watch TV on Sundays and what most of the time we came on Sundays and she had like they had like two videos we could watch Swiss Family Robinson mm. or that <laughs> creepy, classic creepy um Garbage Bell Kids? <laughs> no, it was the Care Bear movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the kid that can do magic. Oh, so creepy. Yeah. that movie. And so we were stuck. Well, then I go off to college and come back, and they have like a Wii, and Grandpa's like, sit down and watch my favorite movie. <laughs> like, hey, what happened to the no TV? Right, and it was totally a secular movie. It wasn't like... Yeah, yeah. And I, I watched it and I can't quite figure out why he thought that was his favorite movie, but <laughs> it was fun. Just to, you know, enjoy what Grandpa loves. Is it I'll be home for Christmas? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> oh, it was so funny, mm-hmm. but yeah. Do you guys remember the smell in Grandma and Grandpa's house? Like when you, like oh, you're yeah. talking about, you'd come to visit and it just, it just, ha- I just remember it being distinct but not not bad just like it was like oh my gosh this smells like grandma's house i love it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like the outside had those flowers but the inside downstairs was a little more dusty yep yeah and then upstairs probably smelled like lasagna or whatever (laughs) grandma made for dinner Mm -hmm. (laughs) so did you guys did you guys used to slide down that flat part between the stairs like Yes, and getting yeah. in trouble for that. Oh, always. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was perfectly spaced and sized. It was, yeah, it was a great slide. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, it was. I remember also, like, well, obviously getting in trouble a lot because there was one <laughs> Easter that we all came together and all the adults were. Um, hiding the eggs in the backyard and they made us all promise not to look out the windows so the first thing we did (laughs) was to watch it like sneak into the room like the the toy computer room Uh I I think we even like crawled trying to get in and so they wouldn't see (laughs) and look through the blinds so we could get hints that's awesome I think I remember that Easter I don't think we came for very many many Easter's but I definitely remember one yeah. Well, I was talking with my mom and she said she loved it because Evanston was still under snow mm. and Utah was having just a beautiful spring and, all, you know, it was a nice break and then had to go back. <laughs> 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 like, uh, 
What else do you remember from Evanston? I don't remember much um, because I was just so little. I think because I was born in Washington and then before I was one, we moved to Evanston. Okay. And so, like, I don't remember half of it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's probably understandable. I mean, mean, you know, barely. I kind of remember kindergarten. I had a really awesome teacher and... Um, you know, and then the, the accident wasn't good and, and it's hard. Cause like, I think, and this is so bad. I haven't really actually sat down and figured out how old I was, but I think I was six or seven. Yeah. Cause I think yeah. I, either I think Andy or Inger said Arn was like three. Yeah. So then that would put you. At like five and a half, almost yeah. six. Yeah. So probably six. So I was little. But, um, you know, you remember things. And you remember how, like being sent away. And that sucked. And it was yeah. interesting because like when I was in junior high, I remember telling my mom, like, Mom, remember the year that you were in the hospital? And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> what year are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, no. After the accident, you were in the hospital for a year. And she's like, no, it was like something ridiculous, like only two weeks. And just as a little kid, that was a whole year. Oh, for sure. It was a big chunk of your life. It was a big chunk of my life that they were gone. And But um, yeah, that was just, that was interesting. Although, like, it was cute, though, because being so little I loved hearing the the cute story like there was one time my parents were in the hospital and they hadn't really been able they kept them in different spots and they needed to see each other so bad and so without knowing it they each had their nurses get them ready and they were walking to go visit the other one and they met in the hallway Oh, that's so sweet. Isn't yeah, that's that the awesome. sweetest thing you've ever heard? And I'm just like, oh, my cute parents. <laughs> they but, were so um, in love. They're I so love in love. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, so yeah, that, but then, you know, that kind of happens. And I, I guess we could, I could probably spend forever talking about it. But I do remember you know, a couple years later, it was my baptism and everyone came to my baptism in Evanston. And that was the coolest thing ever. So I got baptized on Halloween morning and then everyone came and brought their costumes. And then I, and all my cousins, we all got to go trick-or-treating together. And it was like the best day of my life. (laughs) (laughs) that that is amazing and we have that in common because everyone came to my baptism too because my mom was sick i was gonna say the same thing i was like can we got that too (laughs) and i yes i I just was like this is the best yep an eight-year-old you is like oh they love me so much and it has nothing to do with you it has <laughs> the fact that my parents almost died and I was yep. just so excited to get together again. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yes, so no, well, it was all so well worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, at least for an hour. Exactly. 
that was hmm. pretty fun. So Evanston, yeah, it was, I, you know, I remember um, not going out to recess one day because there was a moose in the playground. <laughs> and so, like, all the kids are against the windows watching it walk around, just totally bummed that we can't go outside. Stinking <laughs> <laughs> moose. <laughs> the storm moose. I can... You can almost guarantee, like, just open the door and let those kids come screaming out. That moose is gone. Like, oh, that looks right. like pure chaos. I'm sure he's like, forget <laughs> it, I'm out. <laughs> right. Holy cow. No joke. But yeah. and You no, probably had some awesome snow days, though. I mean, Evanston. But no, I mean, because the bus drivers know how to drive in the snow. So you don't. It's like when my kids went to Montana school there like they yeah. never had a day off yeah, Chicago <laughs> was that way too yeah it's only places I guess like Utah where they don't get super crazy or Colorado we had those days off in DC we get days off for threats of snow Oh, <laughs> we think it might snow so we're gonna we're gonna cancel school, cancel school. like it doesn't even yeah it's yeah it doesn't always pan out sometimes it just rains and they feel silly but it's fine but you know <laughs> it <makes> sense. <laughs> we're weak out here no not weak it's just experience yeah it's true well, and, you know, I mean, they don't have the equipment because it doesn't snow all that often. So they have some equipment, but not, it's not like Chicago, right? Where everything is set up to just clean it up immediately. Right. But, Why? I mean, Mon I can talk forever about Montana too, but it was so funny. Like, the, the neat thing is, though, they had um, a couple of charities that would buy all the kids a coat and snow pants and a hat and gloves oh i love that and then so, everyone gets it so everyone gets it and they did have um clothing and so there were some kids that got to go do some extra shopping yeah but all the kids and so the older kids because it was a k-12 through school but the older kids would um have a younger kid buddy and help them pick out just their ideal coat and it was the best day of school just being able to get a new coat and but then they let the kids go play outside all year round and um if it was negative like zero they could still go outside if there was no wind chill but if it was anything below that then they would stay inside man what's i'm like that's wow you're making them tough. <laughs> right <laughs> Well, and of course, I'm thinking of the poor, like, yard lady who has to <laughs> also go out there. <laughs> yeah, well, when we moved there, we moved from Arizona. And so that oh. first winter, I was so cold. I was walking around in this big down parka. And everyone else was wearing a wool sweater. And I'm like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> You're not from here, are you? <laughs> you are not from here. So it's like, okay. Uh, but then one day, I had to run to the bank. So I ran outside, ran to, you know, threw everyone in the car. We ran to the bank. 
and it was negative eight like by the bank sign and I was like I did it I acclimated (laughs) (laughs) such a big moment (laughs) of course I can't do that now I'm freezing yeah it's funny how that works I think when you get older you start losing it (laughs) 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 I'm only speaking from my my experience too I'm like I felt like I could stand outside and cold forever uh, now I'm like nah yeah, I'm okay yeah that's a good time so as you are growing up though how how was it with your siblings you were t- towards the tail end did you like being uh, in that position yes I had the best because like I have just the coolest siblings ever and I just adore like you know you get to be like they're my brother that's my brother that's my sister (laughs) like I'm just cool by association (laughs) (laughs) they never teach you too bad huh well I mean obviously we totally were mean to each other and like you try to retaliate and stuff but but then like someone would say something funny and then we'd all start laughing and then be good buddies again. So it it was we had such fun. I mean, according to me. <laughs> <I had a blast. laughs> but you know, it's it's so interesting just like Andy was a lot older and he I just idolize him. Like even now though, like he's just he was such a good older brother and to take care of us and um, just like he took me with him one day to, in we were in Seattle and I don't know if he even remembers but he had to go pick up a corsage for a dance and I got to go with him to pick it out and we danced in the car and it was Aww. you know just cute little things like that where and Inger tried to teach me how to drive which was a complete disaster but <laughs> <laughs> oh Inger she was so fun like you you know um, if you can get Inger to laugh, you've made it. <laughs> and because she just has such a good laugh, and it's just so great. And like Eric, Eric was—he's like he. You knew that. Um, I mean, obviously he picked on you too, but like no one else could. So mm-hmm. that was really nice because there are a couple of times where he stood up for me to mean people at school and I loved he just totally loved it but then of course you know he'll turn around and (laughs) (laughs) well yes like a good brother brother and then of course I have Arn so I guess I could be the the older sibling for Arn but he was such a fun younger brother that we got on all kinds of trouble I'm sure together (laughs) I totally kind of try not to remember (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm sure I was so good to him. <laughs> so good. No, it, yeah, I just, you know, we would play kick the can at night, and they would just include me. I mean, just just super fun older siblings who kind of looked out for me. It was nice. We moved around a lot, so I was always happy to have someone in school with me always whether it was Eric or Arn 
And it was funny because at BYU, Andy and Mary Lynn were still there. So I had Andy. <laughs> like, it was awesome. And then, oh, that's really fun. Yeah. So. Did you and Inger share a room? Yes. And I, I mean, oh, I was such a like younger sister. I, I loved it when we always matched, which I'm sure she hated. <laughs> <laughs> but then the worst was she got a job at the Gap, and she had the cutest clothes, and I stole them all the time because <laughs> they were just way cuter mean... than mine. I mean, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> than to take stuff from them that's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. That's kind of what younger siblings do. I probably really shouldn't have because it drove her nuts. But, I mean, they were cute. Well, it was really sweet when we chatted with her. And she talked about how she always did your hair. And she was like, I feel so bad because I always made her let me do her hair. (laughs) Oh, are you? You know. So Inger got all of the, the beauty genes because... Like, I still can't quite get my curling iron to go the right way <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and it was such a blessing in my life <laughs> my sister do it for me. I mean, <laughs> there were times my French braids gave me, like, a nice facelift, but, like, it didn't matter. Because <laughs> I looked way better than I would have done myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I remember, yeah, it was either my mom or my sisters, like, I would hold my face down so that it didn't give me the face lift. <laughs> I wish I would have thought of that trick. <laughs> but it, yeah, either way, it was pretty fun. So, like, yeah, we just had a lot of fun. I know um, this is terrible. We would drive to Seattle to go visit my dad's parents and grandparent my grandparents and my dad would take out all the middle seats of the van and leave the back seat and we would put sleeping bags all in the middle and just have wrestling matches (laughs) (laughs) mom and dad turn from the front (laughs) yeah they're like they're fine no one's hurt yet and we would just and then you know you get tired and you can just sleep and wake up at grandma's house it was awesome Oh my goodness. We did that too. Only we would make a bed in the cab of a, a like the pickup truck when mm-hmm. we would go to Utah. And my dad had a canopy and the little tiny baby window to, to connect through. And we would all like just take turns sleeping in the back. Or sometimes all four of us would be sleeping in the back. Like so dangerous, right? But we were back so, there so driving over the mountain. I mean, Uncle Andy was an EMT. <laughs> yeah, you guys were wearing a good spot oh, there. Totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember actually riding in the back of Grandpa Price's pickup with a canopy. And I swear it was like a million degrees. And we, <laughs> <laughs> we did that for a couple reunions too. I feel like one of them. I can't remember which one it was, but I remember cramming into the back of like granddad's little Toyota with like yeah. with like twenty kids shoved into it. So <laughs> right on our way to Smith and Edwards, yeah, with like <laughs> tools flying around with us. Oh, I, yeah. It was like that Toy Story movie. I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Oh, so, so fun. So I loved when Grandma invited like us over as cousins 
and to mm-hmm. have a cousin day. You know, because sometimes you you do want to have your own time with your grandma and grandpa and get to know them. But I remember one time, grandma went to the store like every day of my visit. And it had like the 10 cent ice cream cones at this store, grocery store. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't. And so we we got an ice cream like every time we went. And that was the last night of my visit. And Grandpa Price decided to come with us. I guess I didn't <laughs> say Grandpa. But anyway, Grandma pulls us aside as he's getting the car turned on and all that stuff. And she said, okay, I have taken you guys to get ice cream every day this week. Do not <laughs> ask for ice cream at the store. And we're like, we promise, Grandma, we won't. And um, <laughs> so we get oh, to the God. store. Yes, we're in the parking lot, and Grandpa goes, "Who wants an ice cream?" <laughs> and all of us <laughs> forgot everything. We're like, "We do." <laughs> I mean, technically, we didn't break our promise because we didn't ask, but I still thought that was just because Grandpa had no idea. Grandma had done that. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Don't ask. What store did you say that was? Do you remember? I don't. I don't know. It. It was one of the grocery stores. We had to travel because there isn't one in Plain City. I wonder if it was the old Harmon's one that was by the dollar store. That's what I wonder if it was. I vaguely remember the ice cream in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. What a fun memory. I know another funny one that happened was grandma um, had bought combs, like a 30 pack of combs. And it came in this clear plastic round bag with a handle. So it looked like a purse, right? (laughs) And she unfortunately gave it to one of the cousins. And I remember I must have just thrown the biggest fit because I wanted a purse so bad <laughs> like this is yeah anyway, you know little kid little girl needing a purse just like everyone else well grandma doesn't need 60 cones <laughs> but she was so kind and she bought another one so I could have my bag but then she made us go door to door to the neighbors and sell cones <laughs> Well, you're going to earn it now. (laughs) I was so embarrassed, but I really was happy because I had the bag. But I swear Grandma still had those combs. (laughs) She probably did. I mean, she got her lifetime lifetime supply right there. (laughs) Right? 60 or more because who knows how many bags she had to buy. (laughs) (laughs) Our little girls needing a little bag. I would love to talk to one of her neighbors. (laughs) We all have these obscure (laughs) memories and we're like, yeah, that's not normal. (laughs) We did it. We did it. I would love to hear them. Yeah. What their take on it was. (laughs) Each summer, you know, you're getting something. Lots of something. (laughs) Yeah. You know, those are like such good memories too of like, just like, I remember going places with them and like that red car that grandma used to always drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, like the license said like 
40 and counting or something, 40 grandkids and counting or something yes. like that. Yeah. And anyways, I just remember doing that a lot. So it is a fun memory of that. Just whether it was in Plain City, like driving around or they'd take you to the store. I don't know. It was just fun. Yeah. I remember caroling to the neighbors once. There were oh, so many of cool. us. <laughs> Well, and you mentioned something, Anya, that you and, you know, Arn were like, let's go look for the toads, right? I remember showing up in the summer, like, for one of the big reunions, and, like, toads were everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what is going on here at this place? Like, why is there so many toads? Or, like, Mm -hmm. Granddad's Bug Zapper when we're playing night games or something? (laughs) Yep. Yes. That thing was gross. Oh yeah, but of course you had to go check and see how many were. Yeah, the we need to, we need to, we need to dump the ice cream bucket full. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so gross. So gross. Oh, that was just a, a lot of fun. So after you guys left Evanston, do you remember moving? Oh yeah, um, we moved up to Seattle, and. Um, I was in, I think, fifth grade, fourth or fifth grade. Um, it was cool, though. The The elementary school was just down the street. And so that was pretty fun. Just being the new kid again. Well, not again. I guess this was my first time being a new kid. And getting to know people. We had a nice, a nice ward. With fun, fun people. That I think when we were there, Dad really got into street hockey, oh, and it was so fun. We all had like rollerblades, and we had the hole set up, you know, the nets and the sticks and everything. <laughs> and the elementary school had this beautifully smooth asphalt. <laughs> yeah, asphalt. It was covered because it was Seattle so uh, they oh, yeah. a place outside that was dry and so we would go play there all the time and that was so fun and we had the boat up there too and Lake Taps was our favorite local lake that we would go skiing which was really nice because with dad's schedule we really couldn't plan vacations so it was just kind of a oh we have a free day let's go yeah. But I know my dad loved it. One day we got everything ready and we, I say we like I did anything. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm sure I gathered towels or something. Anyway, so we <laughs> pulled up to the airport with the boat behind us and gave dad a swimsuit so we could go just straight from the airport. And he <laughs> thought that was so fun. Wait, your mom and towed I- the boat in the trailer? Yeah. Go ahead, Arlene. That's wait, awesome. wait. Are you surprised? Like, in no, my no. mind, Aunt Arlie does, because she can do everything. She can like, do everything. Yeah. She's, she's so courageous. I mean, like, I'm definitely Aunt not Dad. doubting the, the, the ability. I just know that there's a lot that would not want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess necessity. You just got to do it. Yeah. Yep. If you want it to happen, if you want it to happen, you do it. And I remember one day just sitting in school just bored to tears and getting a you know can Anya come down with all of her books and belongings and I'm like what's going on (laughs) 
And um, so my parents were standing in the office and they threw my swimsuit at me and was like, hey, let's go to the to the lake. <laughs> and it was the best day of my life. I say that a lot. I have a lot of good days. That one was one of them. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I just love that our parents did that. It's like, okay, I got to take notes because my kids are going to get older, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, wait till they can all remember it, Craig. Oh, then yeah. you know. <laughs> I do I do want to say that I tried to do that to my kids where but I can't remember if I did. But I'd like to say I did. <laughs> Just take them out of school and do something fun. Not often, but just to make them enjoy being a kid. Yeah. So that was fun. <laughs> now, Seattle, you were like 10, 11 or... I think so, yeah. And fourth, so I I guess it's easier for me to remember. I was four it was fourth or fifth and sixth, I remember, and seventh. And then we moved to Virginia for my eighth grade. And that was I went to middle school there and high school. And then we moved to Colorado and I finished high school in Colorado. So yeah, it was kind of fun. I had two elementary, two junior high. I say junior high, but junior high slash middle to high school. Wow. Well, that sounds almost normal, other than it was in a lot right? of different states. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of normal. Kind of did a lot of did a lot of moving. And it's funny because in Colorado, we were there for three years. And I think at one point I told everyone we were moving because I think there was mom and dad were kicking around a different job and then the worst thing happened <laughs> we stayed and so i had to like go back <laughs> i'm redacting that oh, no. <laughs> after saying goodbye to everyone i'm like ah never mind i'm still here i'm still here <laughs> whoops but yeah seattle was super fun um just the lakes and and all of and side and so that was that was a lot of fun but then we moved to virginia and um that's a whole different world too it it is and at this point right inger was a senior Mm -hmm. and so then eric yeah eric was a sophomore and you were eighth grade yeah okay yeah and um I I loved Virginia. I loved being able to like like the history of it is so much fun. Mm-hmm. And going to all the museums and mom was really good at making sure we tried to kind of be a tourist wherever we lived and kind of look around and see what's there. So that was really fun. Dad would sometimes would let us um, go on flights with him if if it was empty or if he had like one overnight you could go with him and so one time I got to go up to Burlington Vermont with him when we lived in Virginia and it was the fall it was just so much fun to have dad time just me you uh, know? and you're flying on a plane <laughs> right like I would love well, yeah. that <laughs> was, yes that was really fun 
and then you know yeah I just got to have all dad to myself because poor guy had to really try to split his time with all of us when he had time off so that was pretty good um I'm trying to think of what other fun stories but it was just I I you know you have those hard times where you have to get to know people and you're lonely but then you know I have such awesome wasn't terribly lonely because we could do stuff as a family and it was neat because I I'm I wanted to have kids close together like I grew up because of it if that makes sense yeah I feel like you were very close knit Mm -hmm. yeah and you kind of kind of have to when again you move a lot you, <laughs> your your playmates are in the same house so you <laughs> have to do what you gotta do but yeah and poor Arn though I sure forced him to go everywhere with me but he's a fun guy so <laughs> he's a fun guy and I'm sure he actually really enjoyed it well, the the sad thing is, is, he was in my friend group in Colorado, and so we would all be going to the dances, and I'd have a date, but I'm the one that had the car, so since I was driving, I might as well have Arn come with me. <laughs> so he ended up on a lot of my dates, which sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> and the sad thing is, is I had more fun hanging out with Arn than my <laughs> date. <laughs> But, you know, that's what the waters are for, right? That's right. He's so fun. But um, I I don't know what else. I've got so many fun memories of just, we really had a lot of fun, you know, going to the museums when we were in D.C. I, Andy loved going to the art museum. So Andy, my mom and I went and we went we just picked one wing of the the art museum and tried to spend as much time as we could while everyone else was like at the air and space museum and <laughs> that checks out because you know that's <laughs> the one we always went to but we were like we're gonna do the art museum and it was so much fun but then my um uncle ned they came to to dc and I was their little tour guide and I'm like, great, let's go to the other half of our museum. It'll be wonderful. I can finally see what's on the other side. Well, I didn't realize it, but we parked on the other side of the building. And so I took them to the same side. (laughs) (laughs) So eventually I really do need to get back to DC and find out what's on the other side of the museum. Well, you can stay with me, and we will go, and we can go to both sides, just in case (laughs) you don't remember which side you haven't seen. Well, I'm sure they've changed everything, but yes, we definitely need to see the whole thing. But, yeah. Well, it's so funny. So we, yes, all the airplane museums we've been to, and um, Dad also really loves the Army-Navy surplus store. Hmm. So mom and I came up with a game for that store. And what we would do is you'd take 10 minutes and walk around and find the weirdest things you can find. <laughs> and then we would meet in the car 
And then we'd quiz each other on where the extra tent poles are. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other person would have to tell you where the tent poles are. And then they'd be like, okay, now where is the weird like combat boots that were painted with the flag? You know, just like, <laughs> yeah, because we spent a lot of time in those two. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder we went to Smith and Edwards all the time when we all got together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Funny thing is, I love Smith and Edwards. I still love to go. I do too. <laughs> it's almost like weekly. <laughs> right. Oh, but Dad was so fun. He would come out with the funniest things. Like um, one year, he bought a F sixteen canopy. From which is like huge yeah and i'm like how did he get it home but anyway and then he built a little like cockpit for you to sit in and that was so much fun we had the coolest backyard in evanston and it was i think it had to have been before the accident or right after but dad did the construction so he got these huge boulders and they were in the front yard just maybe one or two but in the backyard he made it into a fort there was like three huge boulders in the circle and then we had our f-16 canopy and we had a trampoline and a swing set and then he had this huge cement pipe (laughs) that he half buried and then covered the top a little bit with dirt so you could run over it but then you could crawl through it and we i arn and i just spent like all day every day outside because it was the coolest backyard i'm so glad you mentioned it because arn did too like did he really oh yeah yeah he (laughs) talked about how uh when he went back he was like (laughs) he said you know as a as a kid they were huge right and then i went back and i was like oh they're like shin high or knee high they're not very big i know the boulders were huge i promise big i looked at that house on google maps once and it's just grass now and i thought these people have no imagination (laughs) 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 oh we had so much fun well and one year um I went outside at that house and there were deer track in the backyard, but it was Christmas morning and I just was like, Santa came. I didn't see the sled marks, obviously, but I figured it was magic so it could float. (laughs) But I saw those deer track and I just knew Santa had come. (laughs) Best thing ever. So sorry, I'm jumping around again. I apologize. No, no. No. Well, in my head, it's perfect. Too. I'm. I'm like, okay. Memories of Anya. What stands out? And one of my favorite ones is that family reunion that we had that talent show, which we did a talent Same. show a lot. But I knew. I knew you'd bring this up. I love it because it was. Just, I, I think we talked about this once, but I think part of your family wasn't there. Yeah, it was just Arn and I who could come. And I think we just hopped a plane from wherever we were. Yeah, and you guys totally did that skit of... It was uh, someone getting married, right? Wasn't it like... It was the the man without the... 
the wall, right? Yeah. And then the the princess, the man wants her hand in marriage, something like that. Just my hand. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but you and Arn switched positions. It was like you were the dude once, and and then he was the girl once. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. <laughs> The funny thing is, is I aren't so good at theater and I, that I don't know what came over me, but I doubt I could do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank goodness we remember it because it it lives forever in my memory. Uh, Yes. My favorite was Arn doing the Scottish spring. Yes. Yeah. That was fabulous. (laughs) Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me either. That <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let's My see. family always like hated that because we were like, we have no talents. The performance, like <laughs> we don't have anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> I can't say much. My family just stood up and danced. <laughs> I know, but you were good at but it, right? Good. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Alan and Aaron were good. <laughs> Oh, don't tell me Carrie was not good at dancing. Well, that Carrie is good, Carrie at is good at dancing. I still remember the Aaron doing the itsy bitsy teeny. Mm. Oh, the, teeny, the yellow, yellow polka, polka dot. Her and Jesse, yeah. I thought that was just the cutest thing. <laughs> yeah, that is fun. See, I remember <laughs> with that one specifically, and I think I mentioned it with Eric, but Aunt Janelle did like the ba- the three little bears and Goldilocks. Oh yeah, with like the person behind. Yeah, someone's arms are not under, the same yeah. face, oh. right? And I just remember yeah. Eric screaming because they had they had to feed each other pudding, <laughs> and, and Eric just like yelling, "Where's my snack pack?" <laughs> <laughs> and I think That's it was awesome. Carrie and Jenna. They like you know one of them had their legs were separated from their body, like they, you know when you'd put. You'd sit on top of someone, but their legs would look funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I remember a couple of those from that reunion. Well, I think that's the one. Did Uncle Roger, they sang, and his kids, they sang. The Goofy Movie song. The Goofy Movie song. That was so cute. (laughs) fun. Yeah. And I think Aunt Lynette and Chelsea sang something. So, the boys did something. Oh, yeah. And then Mm -hmm. Aunt Lynette. And then... Brett and little David and Sal's daughters did like, uh, I wish they could all be California girls. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And that was, I mean, that was so fun. That was fun. Craig, maybe you should add skits to the uh, family reunion <laughs> <laughs> schedule. Oh. Oh, I do put Anya in charge. <laughs> I, I do I'm think okay. I, I hard pass, hard pass. I, I will say this: I was thinking about there's one picture I think we need to recreate, and it's one that Grandma had up in her kitchen forever. Oh, is it the one in the pavilion with yep. like with, people? Oh, yeah, yep. And you know, it's funny we did recreate it. You did. I know. At least one. Of, the thing is, like, I don't even think I'm in that picture. <laughs> Like, there's quite a few cousins that were not there. Yeah. <laughs> Just because it was pretty, I think, well, if I was, I was like a baby, like, <laughs> but. Like yeah. in the original? 
Yes. Yes. I was I was a baby. Andy is holding me in that. Oh, picture. Well, see, then there, there you go. It was definitely you not, were not me. around yet. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to like do the recreation and then add everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one of my other favorite ones, and I'm trying to, I think it was, it was either you or Jesse, but one of you dressed me up in grandma's dress ups. And I, but, <laughs> but I can't remember because we probably have, it happened probably a lot. <laughs> probably. Again, you know, we couldn't watch TV, so we really had to get creative. <laughs> Anya, if you could tell eighth grade Anya, who had just moved to Virginia, something like what would you want her to know oh that's interesting what a good question um i think well it's so interesting that you said that one because that was the one where i'm like okay anya you can be whoever you want to be in this move like you could totally reinvent yourself (laughs) (laughs) first like you you can be an extrovert. You can um, not be shy. You can be super popular. Like, this is your time to shine. And then I moved with myself. And <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be my thing. Would be like, who cares what other people think? Just be you. Embrace it. <laughs> like, it's okay. You'll find really good friends who don't care that you're not the shining star that you want to be you know what I mean just like the one that walked down the hall and everyone's like oh who's that (laughs) (laughs) I think yeah that would be my advice (laughs) it's it's okay you're good yeah but it was fun because I did I did have um a really good best friend and we had a blast and that that was good because you know it's it's always hard to move and you end up with it takes a while and then you have friends but then it's like time to move again (laughs) (laughs) I'm really good at making friends now I'm still trying to work on how to keep them long term right when you haven't moved for a while right it's like oh I'm gonna go phase two of friendship (laughs) right like phase two when you have a falling out like for me, it was easy. I just waited long enough and we moved. <laughs> right, exactly. It's okay. Exit, you know, stage left. But yep. <laughs> and so it's hard because my kids, we've stayed in the same places long enough that they do have the falling out. And I'm like, I can't help you. <laughs> right, I don't know how to deal with that. How do you? We move. Do we need to move? Like, what do we do? <laughs> so we're working on that. <laughs> like, yeah it is tricky yeah i mean i guess it's tricky either way it's hard it's hard if you stay and hard if you go (laughs) yep yep that's the way it goes that's so then what kinds of things did you do in high school um team uh, in colorado that was really fun oh i did basketball from fifth grade so starting in Seattle and I did it a little bit in Virginia and that was that was a lot of fun I wasn't really good but I had fun playing (laughs) all right you know just entertainment and then yeah Colorado I was on the swim team um I did band from fifth grade to eighth grade 
And so Andy played the trombone, right? And um, when it was time to pick instruments, I was like, hey, I know how to play this one. And I, you know, <laughs> held it up to because the band teacher had them all laid out. And so I played it and had a normal sound. So he's like, cool, you're the you're gonna play trombone. <laughs> Wait, because I thought, you know, I probably was gonna do flute, I think. <laughs> you went totally in the opposite direction. Totally opposite direction. But I sure had a blast playing the trombone. And it's one of those that you really can't play in sacrament. So I'm totally fine. I mean, they changed the rules. So now you can. <laughs> Could you imagine how funny that would be? <laughs> oh, I would love, love, love to hear that. On, well, sometimes I'm thinking, like, it would be kind of fun to pull it out and and just start all over and and have fun with it and I know Andy does and I'm super proud of him like he joined a band um I say band it may be a symphony like just a community one but yeah it's super awesome and I love that he's still doing it that is really cool well yeah he didn't share that in his podcasting him no I know (laughs) he's super awesome but um yeah so then I think, oh, I was in drama, which again is hilarious because I'm not <laughs> great. No, no, you come from experience. You have a lot of family reunions to pull. Right? You're like, I can do it there. <laughs> right? I mean, I was a great, you know, tree number four, but all my friends were playing and it was fun. And then my senior year, I had a truck. And I think that's why I became drama club president. <laughs> <laughs> Because then it was nice during drama class, she would send me to the hardware store and grab stuff to build props with, which was super fun. <laughs> that actually. is fun. Was that the bod truck? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then um, senior year, so I told everyone junior year that I wasn't coming back for senior year, and then <laughs> plans changed, and I came back, and um, the class senior class secretary decided she didn't want to do it anymore and all my friends were on the student council and different various positions so they're like Anya just come and then write a speech and and be the secretary and I'm like sure (laughs) so I did and then so yeah I'm the senior class secretary And I didn't have to run, so that was awesome. That's the best part. Yeah, you missed all the, the junk. You got right, at, yeah. right in there. I just got right in there. I got to plan, like, this, the days, like, so we could wear pajamas on Spirit Week and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all the fun stuff. And that's the best all job. The fun stuff. And then for graduation, I had to lead everyone in the Pledge of Allegiance. But the funny thing is, is now I'm like, do I have to like do a reunion? Like, am I part of that? Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know everyone. I, we had like 500 people graduate. And I barely knew like 20 people. <laughs> like, just the ones in. What kind know. of secretary are you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
great one. I, All my friends voted me in, so I guess it's who you know. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty fun. Well then, so what was the big step after high school? What was the big plans? Well, so after high school, we moved. Um, so it's kind of funny. Dad got a job in Texas for Continental and um, was super nice and commuted the last like three months of my high school. Oh, that is nice. Senior year. And so we were, we packed up and <laughs> this is terrible. The moving van was in the graduation parking lot and I graduated and we got out and drove Duh. to Texas. Whoa. So it, <laughs> it was quite the okay. And that was it was one of those things where you know, I didn't have a party because we had packed everything up and I didn't want to go to everyone else's parties because the moving, you know, driving or moving around around town. So I just said my goodbyes and we left. And then so we I had um, Texas in the summer, which was really mm. hot. And that was, I think, the worst unpacking we've done. Because the house didn't have air conditioning and it was a heat wave. Oh. And mm-hmm. so I laugh, but we literally put our swimsuits on <laughs> and we were unpacking all of my parents' hardwood furniture out of the van. Oh my gosh. And then every, <laughs> like every half hour, we would stop and go sit in the car with air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> And then go back out, unload a few more things, get back in the car and cool off. And anyway, but then I went to BYU in the fall and and did BYU for a couple of years. And what did you study? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you were going to college and you're experiencing stuff and trying to figure out why. Well, I had an awesome teacher who taught Latin in high school, and I loved that class. So then I went in thinking I was doing classics, and I was going to be a museum curator. And yeah, that sounds fun. I know, right? Well, then, with a few mishaps, <laughs> I realized Latin's not my thing. <laughs> and... Is there some stories behind that? <laughs> well, okay, so my Latin teacher convinced me that I, I did really well and that I could just skip Latin one in college but she didn't know BYU and the competition and so I did so I'm sitting in Latin two and everything is way over my head and I, I finally realized that there's just no way I knew what I was doing so I went down to Latin one well by that time I'd missed like two weeks of class oh. and I knew nothing so I went to that class every day (laughs) not knowing a thing but just going I pretty much failed the class and then the teacher was super nice and at the end he's like so you failed but you were here (laughs) so I'm giving you a D (laughs) thanks but then I retook it and I'll have you know I got a B 
the second time I took oh, one. Yeah. I was there you go. Very proud of myself for working really hard and <laughs> taking that one. But yes, then I thought, you know, I, this is not second major. I just don't think that I'm cut out for this. So I'm not sure what I did next. But then I did end up in rec management, and that was really fun, just because the classes were awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And Jesse was in my class. Oh, fun. We did um, snowshoeing together, which was super fun. And Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then that one, I think a lot of the people who graduate with that degree end up, like, in the Boy Scouts or community people and I realized that I don't have high energy <laughs> to like lead huge groups of people. I just really wanted to learn how to snowshoe. So <laughs> that one wasn't my <laughs> cup of tea either. And the funny thing is is I love I love learning about stuff. Like just uh, so much fun learning. But I don't ever feel like diving deeper into anything you know if that makes sense yeah it's I not mean, gonna be I your lifelong have... pursuit but you do like learning and and yeah going through maybe that process yes so technically i'm a senior in my bachelor but i'm not anywhere <laughs> near getting my degree so eventually that's on my list i don't know when that will happen but I do love learning and it's funny when we lived in Colorado my senior year they were doing this head start program and um where you could go and the program would pay you to be able to go to college and their idea was that you could take an English or math class and you know kind of like now where they have the concurrent enrollment yeah and so my plan so I'm like cool but the way they phrased it in the flyer and the application and everything was you could take any class you wanted at the community college so I looked through that whole thing and was like what sounds interesting so (laughs) I took airplane maintenance classes (laughs) (laughs) and it was so much fun I went to the um, army base that's right there in Colorado Springs like this old colonel no he wasn't a colonel he was um, enlisted so he was like high up enlisted I don't know what his rank was but he was teaching us and I took three they were shorter classes so it wasn't the full semester but three little ones and one of them was and that was so much fun because then I would come home and talk to dad about what my homework is and we would you know talk airplane stuff so that was really fun but again I found out that that's not my passion either (laughs) (laughs) but the the funniest part was my mom got a bill at the end of the semester for the classes because they were extra and um, we went to a meeting and my mom's like nowhere does it say that you can't take these classes and they're like well it was kind of implied that you would take English or math or history classes and again my mom's like where does it say that specifically and they're like well 
all right. So she got us out of (laughs) 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 And the next year, it very specifically said, you can take (laughs) English (laughs) math. So, yeah, I feel bad that I changed the policy. No, you're you're a groundbreaker. It's totally okay. (laughs) (laughs) Only, Only we would go in there and think, Oh, okay. I can take whatever class I want. I'm take <laughs> the most expensive one there. <laughs> but yeah, mom's my mom's super awesome about that because she, um, she would definitely go to bat for you, and she that that time she did. And then when I graduated, I was in National Honor Society my junior and senior year but on the program it only said one year and you know you want to be recognized for extra work you've done and I was like kind of upset but you know what do you do right so my mom I she saw and she marched up to the principal and was like my daughter you do, you know, do something. And so when they read my name, they said that there was a problem in the announcement. (laughs) Then I got my extra credit. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That was pretty funny. Go ahead. That's right. You know, when when you're talking about like you're, uh, how intrigued you are with learning and stuff, that reminds me of your mom. I mean, I'm sure your dad, your dad was too, but like, it seems like your mom's definitely has that crave of, of doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, my dad too, cause he had so many different occupations that he learned and yeah. was able to rely on. And it was super helpful. I mean, we could call him for anything like help. There's a problem, plumbing problem <laughs> or car problem or medical problem. <laughs> like, what do we do? And he could kind of talk you through it and that was really nice so so I think it's a good thing to to kind of have a good and mom early mom she took accounting I think when we were in Evanston and I remember her staying up late studying no she did the the hard one where you have to actually get like the ledgers out and... <laughs> oh, yeah yeah so uh did you date at BYU or in high school? I did. Um, but, you know, just a little here and there. I did have a freshman boyfriend in college. But he luckily showed me that he wasn't wasn't for me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Although, well, I would like to say it was low self-esteem. But we did, like, get back together a couple of times and then break up again. So... But yeah, and that's nice though. Sometimes you do need to see what you don't like so that when sure. the right one comes, you're like, oh, wait, this is way better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was good. Andy didn't like my my freshman boyfriend at all, and he made sure he knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Which now I'm like, thanks, Andy. That was awesome. But at the time, I'm like, oh, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, met, I met Greg my second year. I love hearing how people get together, right? Mm-hmm. And 
it was 99 to 2000 and I was the only one home with my parents for New Year's Eve and I was sitting there thinking you know what the best be it would just be so cool to get married in the year 2000 because then you'd never have to actually like do the math <laughs> for how long you've been married <laughs> nice round number <laughs> nice round number every year you would know like it, it would just be awesome plus you know 2000 and mom looks at me and she goes Anya I have a feeling that you're just gonna have just marry your best friend and um you know one of those your friends and then things change and I'm like how dare you that's the most <laughs> thing I've ever heard <laughs> and I sat there and I thought I'm never gonna get married in the year 2000 not that it was a big goal but just like a passing this would be awesome I'm like I'd have to meet a guy, become friends, then have the relationship change. That's not happening in a year. <laughs> <laughs> and then two weeks later, I met Greg, and it went way faster and super <laughs> romantic. I'd like to say, and so I did get my fun romantic moment. <laughs> but yes, and then we were married by June, so it was pretty fast. And I did get married in the year 2000. So we've been married 23 years. <laughs> hey, win-win. All right. And didn't Eric and Nikel get married that year too? They did. They got married in August. Okay. Yeah. And you were June. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was so funny because Eric and Nikel were, um, they had dated their freshman year. And then um, he went on his mission and, and all that. And then they got back together and were dating while we were dating. And so um, I, of course, decided we got engaged super fast. And then Eric and Nikhil got engaged. And when I got engaged, and I'm telling everyone I'm super excited, they're like, are you sure? <laughs> and then Eric and Nikhil announced, and everyone's like, yay, congratulations. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, if someone told me my story now, I probably would be like, are you sure it's going to be <laughs> But at the time, you know. Whatever. Was, if you knew it was right, it was right. And obviously, it was right. It totally was. And, and it's so funny because we're so young. And it's such a big decision. But, but when I met Greg, it was like... Well, it's okay. I'm trying not to be mushy. I've moved around so many times and, you know, you just kind of try to put your best face forward all the time because you want people to like you and become friends with you and you kind of hide your stuffed animals in everything that makes <laughs> you unique until you get to know them more. Well, the, the it was so interesting because I met Greg and instantly I knew I could be 100% me see shoot and it was such a relief you know and of course he's super super good looking and I love him <laughs> but also just knowing that and I could be mean and um and it was okay and it was so wonderful and then and just knowing that like he could know all of my stuffed animals and I never had to hide anything from him and he didn't hide anything from me and we could just have that trust and 
and just love them with my whole heart was super awesome. So it did go fast, but that we did, um, I would like to call it speed dating, (laughs) (laughs) but once we found each other, we spent all day, every day together. So, you know, if you just did dates every week, it would be like, we condensed it all. I don't know. (laughs) I'm trying to justify it, but really it was fast, but it, it just felt right from the beginning. And it was so funny because we were talking on the phone and later, uh, I was telling my mom, like, we hadn't even gone on our first date yet. And I was telling her all about the cool things that he had plans for. And and this is going to sound so bad, but I was like, and then we could move to Germany. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, wait a minute, this is weird, right? (laughs) Why am I, like, adding myself to his future? But then... And obviously, if the date had gone wrong, that wouldn't have been a thing. But since everything went right, it was perfect. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. Do you feel like you kind of knew? I don't know if I'd want to discredit that. I don't know. But it really did feel like, yeah, just like, I don't know. Oh, here you are. We found you finally. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you guys meet? Well, so... It was funny, my freshman year, my English grad student professor um, had a job at the library and he sent out an email. Hey, does any, I'm, you know, I'm quitting my job, but does anyone want it? And I emailed back right away because I love to read. So the library would have been perfect. So I had this job and I go to BYU and um, then they tell me that, he can't just give away his job, which makes perfect sense. <laughs> I love that he thought he could. Like, it's, I oh, know. could you take over my lease? Because I'm moving. Right? <laughs> right? Kind of. And so, like, okay, so now I'm job. I don't have a job. But I, the library just opened its brand new wing. And they had, like, 20 openings. So I apply for the job at the library. And I didn't get it. And I'm like, how did I need a reader I, I read. That's my hobby. How <laughs> is it not for me? So then I was just scrolling through campus jobs and there was a job for a lockup student. So I called and got an interview. And basically the interview was just me filling out the paperwork to have the job. <laughs> it really wasn't, I guess not a lot of people like that job. And so then I, um, um, it was the Tanner building and the alumni house, the English be- building. And I don't know if there was another, a fourth building, but I would go through at night and lock up every door and write down who's in the building. And um, so my bosses, he shared an office with the cleaning crew for the Tanner building. That's the business building. That actually, that job was the most terrifying job I've ever had. Yeah, no, that's that's what I was thinking, and I, I was like, yeah, I wouldn't want that job either. I can see why that, that nobody else applied for that one. Right. Well, my first date, all the doors were and what you do, and I turned a corner and she was gone, and I'm like, uh oh. And so there were some doors to an auditorium. 
and I open it and everything's dark but then all of a sudden this floating head comes at me Stop. <laughs> I'm like freaking out doing the whole like panic on the inside like what am I gonna do and and it was talking to me and it was her she went inside because the light switch was on the other side of the chalkboard so she <laughs> went in and turned it off and was like thanks for opening the door for me <laughs> they're like ah, ah. <laughs> it was so funny but yeah so I know all the scary doors in that building <laughs> what a job oh uh, yeah and I'd spend the whole time going someone could murder me now and hide me there and no one would find me till tomorrow anyway yeah it was scary but anyway Ben and Greg was the student supervisor for the Tanner building custodial team in the morning so he would be there in the morning and I would be there at night but on Saturdays um like we our paths would cross at like eight o'clock in the morning if they would and one Saturday I was late and someone had called for something because that was part of my job was to watch the phone on certain Saturdays and um, I got in trouble so then the next time I was working a Saturday of course I slept in again (laughs) (laughs) like literally was in my pajamas but you know sweatpants and a t-shirt and ran without any makeup I don't even think I brushed my teeth it was one of those panics I don't want to get in trouble or fired and ran and um these guys were in the office and um i guess one of the students wanted clock wanted to clock out exactly at eight and since greg was the supervisor and had to stay there with him was hanging out and so i just had checked in and this other guy was saying some really stupid stuff (laughs) i felt really bad for saying this but Greg was kind of being a little bit sarcastic to him, and it was hilarious, but I didn't want the other guy to know I was laughing at him, <laughs> so I'm like <laughs> trying hard not to laugh out loud, and anyway, so that's that's how we met, is um, Greg was telling jokes, <laughs> but in Greg's defense, the guy was wanting, he was telling us that he wanted to tell everyone that he met his wife in the girls' bathroom, and Greg's like, you really have to tell people that you're a custodian or they're going to think that you're a <laughs> Yeah, good call. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's not. I mean, you can, you know. can tell them. <laughs> right? Like, mm, do you though? Right, we all have choices. <laughs> right? So that's, that's how we first met. And then, um, so when we lock up, you would sign your name in a logbook and write down names of whoever was still in the building. And so he would unlock the, the alumni house. And so one day, oh, and the girl who trained me told me about this Greg Christensen who would write funny notes. So you always had to look to see if there was a funny note. <laughs> and he would always put little random stuff in there. And so I went and I by habit went to see if he'd written anything funny and I was excited when I met him because then I could tell her that I had met the Greg who wrote funny notes and um so I 
I went in and looked and he had written that I was cute in the logbook. Oh. <laughs> so that was really fun. And I was so excited that I closed the whole building and was like going back to the other one and then realized I probably should have written something back. <laughs> so I had to turn around and go and unlock all the doors back into <laughs> the custodial closet. And then I sat there probably for a half hour trying to think of something super witty and cute and funny and and nothing came to me so I just said he was hot and (laughs) (laughs) so I didn't I didn't run like make him chase me at all but it's pretty fun so yeah and then we got married and then Greg joined the Air Force and did the ROTC his last two years of college which was super nice that it was one of when he graduated it was another one of those years that people were having a hard time finding jobs Mm -hmm. yeah nice to have the air force right there so yeah so that's cool yeah so how does that work um like after graduation how does uh how does that work for his job so um he so he was in the ROTC. So he graduated with a, like was it aerospace engineering minor and then he had to go do basic training. And um he did have like his first year out of college. He did a lot of training stuff to do to get to know he was a logistics officer. Okay. So um and I, I'm really not the one to tell you what he did because I don't know. But um, he worked on base and he did a good job. When we lived in um, Arizona, he was over the fuels flight in Arizona. So that was kind of cool. I think in Seattle, he was over moving, the moving people around. I don't, I see this is terrible, but I don't really know. But logistics kind of covered a lot. Yeah. And so. So at graduation, uh, did you guys have any kids or no? Yeah. About a year after. Like he wasn't a honeymoon baby, but really not too far. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so we had Tan and, and then Greg was commissioned in the Air Force, and we moved up to Luke Air Force Base. Wait, I'm totally lying. It was McCord, and it was really nice being in the Air Force. Um, well, we had all of our kids for free, except for Tan, because he was on student insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really nice. Um, so the Air, it was really, it was a good... And I, you know, we the plan was for Greg to be in for 20 and get his retirement. But after 9-11, they, the Air Force commissioned all of their officers that were wanting to be commissioned, thinking that the Congress would um, approve a larger, larger military. But then they didn't. And so now they were top heavy with officers and not enough enlisted. And so, and, and also at this time there, they were sending people over to cover 
army's jobs. Mm -hmm. And so he'd only been in for four years when the Air Force, they decided that they were going to cut 70% of their career field. And so we were like, well, what do we do? We know this is happening in a year. And they were giving bonuses for people to choose to get out. Um, but we decided to just be prepared. So Greg went back to school to get his master's in teaching certificate. And um, during this year, just in case, but we thought we'd let the Air Force decide. And then he ended up with a job, but we still didn't know. It was really kind of funny. He's like, thanks for the job. I may take it. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the moment, but so actually, I guess I'm skipping ahead, but so he decided, because um, being an English teacher was the original plan for his career, but the Air Force kind of was a sidetrack, I guess, now, and so he went back to get his certificate for teaching and a Spanish minor, and then he ended up with his master's so that he could teach English and Spanish. And we were sitting there thinking, well, where do we want to live? And we're like, Montana sounds awesome. Let's do that. So he chose a school that would give him the teaching certificate in Montana. And so while we were waiting, that was kind of the plan. And then he got the job to teach in Lincoln. And um, then we did find out that he was being cut but the nice thing is is we, they gave us six more months of insurance and one more move so oh that is nice yeah so we kind of got Eleanor <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah so that was but while we were in the Air Force we lived in um, Seattle and then I lived with my parents in Houston while Greg was going to school in San Antonio. And so Miriam was born in Texas. And then um, did we go? And then we went back to McCord because it was just a temporary assignment. And then back to McCord. And then Ron was born in, in Washington. And then we lived in Arizona for a year. And then we lived in Montana. And that's where Eleanor was born. So... That's kind of fun. And Tane was born in Utah. Just collecting kids all over the country. All over the country. <laughs> Trying to be like Inger. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was pretty fun. That is fun. Tell us about your kids. Oh, they are super awesome. You know, you guys have super awesome kids too, but <laughs> mine are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> they should be. <laughs> yes, they're just so cute and so tan's our extrovert um he keeps us together and playing games it was hard when he was on his mission because um you know he was the one that'd be like okay let's go play a board game together <laughs> and then we didn't have that and we're like that's fine and then when we did play a game we're like tan would be so happy playing the game we're sad that he's missing it, but yeah, he's he loves his games and just being. It's it's funny because 
And then Ron's more introverted. And so when they were little, like Tane's punishment would be to like go to his room and think about it. But Ron's punishment would be like, come out and hang out with the family. (laughs) 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 I don't want to. (laughs) Yeah. And they were both like, no. (laughs) So how Ron, it's not that Ron hates us. It's just, you know, you need your time to recharge be yourself but anyway and then Miriam um she is just so fun and driven and she loves to to find the next step you know she was always ready for whatever comes next um and just so determined and passionate like she um one day decided she needed to learn how to ride a bike so she went outside and in an hour, the kids are like, Mom, come look, she's doing it. And she was like riding like a pro. And it only took an hour of just full on determination. And she taught herself how to ride a bike. And I just <laughs> thought she was going to, you know, practice. And I was going to get out there and help, I promise. <laughs> but, like, and like Tayan, he, and it's so funny because Tayan, he he was okay to be and to really fully explore the step he was in now and so sometimes I did have to kind of push him so I actually had to bribe him and this is going to sound so terrible but with bananas <laughs> we, we were in Montana and fresh fruit was hard to get <laughs> like, <laughs> so you know every time he'd go outside and, and learn how to ride a bike I'd give him a treat so Anya, I am not above bribes, so <laughs> no. don't feel bad. <laughs> yes, he's he's food motivated, so that one was pretty easy. And then Roan, um, he is just my deep thinker, and um, just he he'd sit there and he doesn't talk fast, and so it's hard because I think some people don't wait for the rest of his thoughts, but when you do, he's just hilarious but also deep and you think how can you be so witty and uh, but also but he is and he's so fast and it's interesting he's Eric's kind of like that too um just that deep thinker but I'll have to tell you one of my favorite stories about Rome we went to Nauvoo and we were touring the pharmacy and the lady sister missionary was telling us about um, the bee box and where like the song, the baby bumblebee mm-hmm. came from. And so you'd like catch a bee and put it in a box and shake it and it had flower in it. And then you could follow the bee to its hive easier because you could see it. And then, and it was also like dazed from the shaking <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd have honey. And you'd mark the the place so other people knew that that was your honey. Well, anyway, so she's going to tell us all of this. And Roan was the only kid in the tour at the time. And um, she goes, okay, you're going to be my son. And then she goes, what's your name? And Roan looks at her and he goes, I can't believe you don't know your own son's name. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Oh, we all fell apart. It was, I mean, he's like nine ten just so cute (laughs) that's awesome it was awesome and then eleanor is um a sweetheart as well and just super smart she ended up going to school a little bit early 
um, in Montana, the, the cutoff was September 10th and her birthday's the 19th, but she was reading already. And so we petitioned the school board to have her go a little bit early and um, she's done fabulous with her school, but she, and her teacher was super awesome. Um, they would have the kids read the big print and to mm-hmm. help Eleanor feel included, they had her read the teacher tiny print you're <laughs> supposed to read so that she could be, you know, part of the reading group, but she was, and they like, um, let her read whatever she wanted in the library. But, um, I think at one point, maybe it was like sixth or seventh grade. They're like, well, the subjects are starting to get a little, so she's in like kindergarten, first grade, but they wouldn't let her read higher than a sixth grade level just mm, because yeah. subject matter and stuff but so that was fun and the kids totally loved um, going to school with Greg in the K through 12 school so he was teaching English and Spanish and it was like the high school was down one hallway and then the elementary school was the other hallway and they just thought it was the best, but it was hilarious. Cause one time the kids came running and they're like, Mr. Christensen, your kid's on the bus. <laughs> and <they just> decided <laughs> to take the bus home. But you know, we lived a fourth of a mile from the school. He so <laughs> <laughs> got to go pick them up or then like the second graders got to one of their units where they were learning money and change and all of that. So they sold pickles during lunchtime. And Miriam would see Greg during his prep hour and always get pickle money from him so she could go get a pickle. And that was like the highlight of her whole day. And one day he didn't get copies and it was devastating. So they had to call him down to her class so she could get pickle money from him. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so cute. I love that they sold pickles and the kids bought them. Yeah, like all the high school kids, everyone bought the pickles during lunch so the kids could learn how to give back change. And oh, that's really fun. It was the cutest school, and it was so funny because it's public school, but the class sizes were like ten kids. Yeah, and so it was almost like getting private school education for my kids. <laughs> And then with the small sizes, too, they they had a really good grant writer. So they had um, iPads in all the classrooms and all this. And and it's um, and so it was really funny. So Miriam in second grade, she goes, Mom, I I want to make a menu for the for the week for dinner. I'm like, great. And and in my head, like if I were to do it, I would go and draw out a calendar and like make it all and then the next thing I know she goes okay mom I sent you a google doc of um the calendar that I've been working on <laughs> like wait what you're like I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> I know I'm like, wait what okay so I go and take a look at this and she's shared her calendar with me of the dinner ideas and I'm like wow this is great I have no idea so I'm still in that like I generation of I forget that I can use technology and pull out my pen and paper still. Oh, I do too. Like my grocery list is always on pen and paper. 
right? So yeah, they're they're super fun, and um, I'm really. Um, I've had, you know, it's one of those things where I guess you don't realize how many awesome days you have until you have the really crappy days too. <laughs> but I mean, you have to take the good with the bad because the good's just so good when you're a mom. I love it. That's awesome. And side note, first to have a great grand married. Yeah. Miriam and Nate are so cute together. And Nate is a very good addition to our family. We love him. So it's been all good things. Right. I, I get to see Nate most days. <laughs> oh, that's right. You know Nate. <laughs> I forget sometimes. Well, yeah, hopefully he doesn't say bad things about me. But, you know, if he does, it's mostly true. <laughs> no, he loves it. He loves working with you and Scott. It, yeah, totally loves it. It's fun to hear. Stuff we're doing, yeah. <laughs> so, Cammy, Nate, Nate's a welder. And, um, and it was funny because after he married Miriam, I think he was fine with his job, but then one day I was like, oh, I should at least tell Craig that Nate is a welder. <laughs> See if he's interested. So then I think he interviewed. And so now it's kind of fun. He gets to work with Craig. That would be really fun. Right? Um, I don't know. I could be a mean person, maybe. I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't see it. But okay. No, no, I... Uh... <laughs> It, it's good. I enjoy it. It's it's nice to have someone else there that I'm like, all right, Nate, here's our problem. How are we going to get through this? <laughs> oh, so, that's nice. You know, you, you said they're cute together. It, it really was because I don't know. I think I told Nate, I was like, yeah, you should swing by. And they were like on the way to your house, Anya, for mm-hmm. something. So here's poor Nate and Miriam and we're interviewing them like together, but not together. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like it's, we're interviewing Nate, but it's like, you know, Miriam's there. I don't, I don't know if we really thought that through, but it just happened that way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Miriam loved it too. She, you know, it's, it's always fun to be with family. Yeah, I I I laughed too because you just had uh, Roan's farewell, and you know Greg always you you know you always have perceptions of people sometimes if you from an outside look. Yeah, and it's like okay, Greg's a little more quiet. He's so funny though, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. He is. He keeps me like. He always gets me and it's, I'm a really good straight man for him too, though. I set him up for some really good jokes. (laughs) Everybody needs a wingman. That's that's my job. (laughs) But yeah, it's funny though, because he can, he can play it super straight. So sometimes you're like, oh wait, are you serious? And then you're like, wait, no, just kidding. It was funny. (laughs) But I, yeah, I, I'm so good at, or I'm not really that good, but I love joking around and being sarcastic. But then when someone's sarcastic to me, sometimes I don't recognize it. And I'm like, <laughs> really? Oh, that's interesting. So go figure. 
Oh, it sounds like it's been a lot of fun. The kids, kids are growing up now, though. Yeah, so I only have Eleanor in school. She's a senior. What? I know. That's wild. It's so wild. And Roan, we just dropped off on Wednesday to the MTC. I know. I saw the pictures. Yes, and that. And today was the first like Sunday without him, and and Eleanor and I kind of were like. Okay, where's Rome? Like, you know, you just you're used to it, and this is new. And this yeah. is new. And then I and mom's here, which is nice because that it's just gonna be so weird when mom's gone. Cause then it'll just be Eleanor and I sitting in church. Yeah. <laughs> well, Greg's the the first counselor in the bishopric, so he sits up front. So and then Eleanor's gonna be it's only a year. It's just weird. Yeah. Well, oh, it's going to be a weird stage. It, yeah. Well, Tane still does live here, but he goes to the singles ward. And so we kind of only see him in the evenings. Yeah. Oh, when you said he was your extrovert, I was like, it's so true, though, because I was talking to him about his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, those things are awesome. And the next thing I knew, I was like, oh, I know about where they came from. We like, it's like, (laughs) is he doing for school or a job? So he got a job. It was nice right after his mission. This is his second year doing it. Um, He got a job at the middle school as a paraeducator for the special needs class. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Does he like it? I assume. Uh, I think so. I mean, he does, he's going to school for, to be a history teacher okay so it's a, a good job a step in that direction yeah a step yeah. in that direction and it's been really nice because he's so tall and can speak spanish and that has been actually really helpful the size of the middle school kids and and one of them yeah. their mom only spoke spanish so it was really nice that he could um talk to her and and so then he he works full time, so he has benefits, and he set it up so he gets paid all year. Oh and yeah, that's nice. So then for school, he's been doing full, very full summers, and then part time fall and winter semesters, so he can work and go to school, but then not have it super overwhelming. That's so clever. Good for him. And he bought a car. And he bought a car. So he bought a stick. And it's a 2001. So it's as old as he is. And um, (laughs) It's a Honda. It'll last forever. (laughs) Yes. And that's the thing. is that He did take it to a mechanic. And had them look at everything. Just to make sure it was still okay. And it was doing good. And But it does have a big dent on the driver's side. (laughs) (laughs) My dad would call it an airport car, one that you could park at the airport and everyone would just leave it alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I had to teach him how to drive stick. <laughs> but he's doing great now. That's, well, I mean, it's a good thing to learn. It's a good skill. It's anti theft, you know? There you go. Yeah, because they don't make them anymore. Not really, no. It's, yeah. it's very, very specific to the car. Like yeah, there's a couple out. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple out there, but not. It's not readily available. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So, oh, not, okay. So, Craig, we'll come back since we're talking cars. Oh yeah, the truck. <laughs> oh yeah, so the truck. So Eric and I brought it to Utah for our to share um, after his mission, and so we would sometimes bring it up to Grandma and Grandpa's for yep. Sunday dinner, and then we'd drive back down to Provo. And one time we were following Uncle Doug. And, and, you know, Plain City back then, it was like no lights. It was so dark. <laughs> no construction. It was, you didn't, you had to go on those windy roads. And they yep. the sharp turns and there's nothing. Well, I'm following Uncle Doug and um, our headlights went out. Oh. And I was panicking and I like was hitting because it it was so old that the headlights were the switch was on the, the bright board. yeah the bright switch no just just the, oh, the whole headlight, headlight. okay yeah and so i was like slamming my foot on the, the little switch on the floor <laughs> and they came back on and i'm like oh good okay so we kept driving and um so when it which and then it shut off again and i was like following uncle doug's lights because I didn't know where the road was and it was so dark. And I don't even know why I didn't just stop, right? <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> anyway, so I'm following Uncle Doug super close because I'm trying to get my lights to come back on. And he turned he thought I was playing and he turned off his lights. <laughs> oh, no. And, and you're like, no, 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 don't do what that. What are you doing? <laughs> don't do that. I'm using you for lights. And I'm sure he was like, Oh, fun kids, you know, but I'm like slamming my foot, like trying to get the lights to come back on. And they did. And then we were fine, but they um, shorted out again. And so Eric came up and granddad and and Eric um, worked out a system to where they put a light switch in the engine. Yes. <laughs> and so... It was so embarrassing. If it was nighttime, I had to like go outside or in the morning and open the the hood, turn on the light switch <laughs> to have lights, close it, go in the car, go wherever, and then go back out, open the hood, and turn it <laughs> off. Or like oh. if it got dusk, you know, you pull over, turn on the light switch. Anya, I had a car like that. Only <laughs> It, so it was, it was actually Katie's, Megan's, and my first car, right, respectively. Uh -huh. um, but it, the radio would drain the battery. <laughs> but none of us were willing to let my dad just take the radio out. Like that right. wasn't going to work. And so he he rigged up a system where we had to plug in the battery. So we'd pop the hood <laughs> and plug in the battery every time we wanted to go somewhere. <laughs> Oh, man. oh my gosh. And if we forgot, like we thankfully had jumper cables because that was the only way it was going to work. And <laughs> it was such a mess. But yes, I was that kid at the high school, like, oh, can I get a jump today? Because I forgot to plug in my battery. Kids <laughs> nowadays don't know the struggle. Okay. No. Right? No. It's, and the um... funny, that truck, too, like, um, it my dad it was like rusty so they spray painted it with a primer and then thought that was cool <laughs> enough and kept it the battleship gray and never finished painting it so it oh, stopped. 
I always thought Eric painted it black. Maybe he did. I don't remember. Because I think once I um, met Greg, Eric took over. You're like, ship sales. I'm not keeping that here. <laughs> moving on. All yours. <laughs> Go ahead. That's so fun. Yeah, that's funny. But on one of my favorite memories, though, I do remember yours and Greg's wedding. And... <laughs> You guys totally, I don't know how we talked them into letting us help destroy that car. We hid it so that it wouldn't get destroyed. But then you guys came up with your little, like, doe eyes. Please let us your card. I was like, okay. So we, we gave you the keys thinking you would only decorate the outside. But you got inside of it, too. Oh no. It was trash. There was like beef sticks taped to the inside of the steering wheel. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. And like was so happy. Greg was pissed. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> He's like, I hit this on purpose. <laughs> oh, that was fun though. Punk kids we were. The punk kids. You had the most fun ever, I'm sure. It's true. Cool. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> what would your eighth grade self tell you now? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Probably she would just be super excited about that I've kind of gotten everything I've ever wanted. <laughs> you got it good. Don't mess it up now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, don't, uh. don't screw this up. You've got a beautiful family and you're happy and you got a good job and yeah just I mean that was it's kind of fun I'm living my dream so yeah don't screw it up probably (laughs) (laughs) enjoy every day you never know well that's true that is good and wise word (laughs) So what is your job? Um, I work at Davis and Bot CPAs. So I, but it's kind of fun. I made my own position, kind of. <laughs> you work with and Matt? Naturally. I do work with Matt. He is super fun. <laughs> um, he's one of the CPAs. So I, I got the job as a QuickBooks specialist. And so I have clients that I do payroll and their business payroll taxes every quarter and um, but then I also am on the admin team and so I um, take the tax returns and make them pretty for clients which is really kind of my favorite (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna spruce this up for you you gotta pay taxes but here we go here we go so however they want to deliver and I take whatever the CPAs once they're finished and reviewed I yeah put them together as the final package and make sure we have copies of everything and and then send it on its way so and then I also get to do a final tiny review for just in case and it's been actually kind of fun because Oh, this is going to sound so bad. I'm kind of nosy. and <laughs> <laughs> But I don't remember things, right? So 
I'm nosy in the fact that I do look at like their kids' names. <laughs> Not that I sure. remember them. But it has helped me catch a few things that have got overlooked on accident. So then it makes me feel good that it's kind of part of my job. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so we're good. Oh, I love that closer to home too. Yeah, yeah. I work it's like five minutes from where I live and it's it's a super fun atmosphere and that's kind of what I was working at Costco before you know Costco is a super good job it's just physical yeah and then um but that was down in Ogden but the fun fun part is um our Monday morning meetings we have one every Monday and just kind of talk about the week things that are coming up any concerns or tax laws that are being written and <laughs> um but we always start with a prayer and that really when i heard that that was kind of part of the culture and i know that's only something you can kind of get away with in utah <laughs> and we don't have not everyone is religious that works there but and they're fine with it as part of our just kind of getting into the swing of the work week but that was something that I thought I really could use in my life so it's been fun and they take us on after tax season trips or parties so that's fun too yeah, that sounds fun. really fun <laughs> yeah you know, I can appreciate what you're talking about, though, because we do the same out at the shop. Yeah. Well, and and it probably is like the only way we could get get uh, get away with it. But I shouldn't say get away. I shouldn't say get away with it. But yeah, I mean, and we have a lot of different backgrounds, and we've had other people that are not super religious pray, and it's it's been really cool. Mm-hmm. But but it's cool that you're able to start out like that. Yeah. Or you know. I went to a meeting for something and they called it prayer slash good thought. And then someone, if they weren't religious, they could give like a good, a good thought. And I, I thought that would be a good way to kind of include everybody. But yeah, so that was, that was a big plus for me. Plus being super close and um, they're not stricklers on exactly when you show up so like if at 8 20 it happens it happens <laughs> you just work <laughs> a little bit longer after or you know if you have to take your lunch break at 10 then that's okay too and run to an appointment so that that's been super helpful too because um uh, sometimes you have mom appointments but you have to like be a mom and take your yeah. kids to the doctor or do thing you know take care of stuff that's more home related so that's been pretty nice yeah you found something that really meshes with what you got going on right now yeah well and i've been pretty lucky because i mean before that i've had fairly strict you have to be here like costco if you're more than three minutes late then you get docked but so if if we've had things where um we need to work with the kids greg's had a good schedule too so he's been doing a lot of that too where he can take the day to 
take care of the kids. So we've been lucky if it's like one can't, the other can. I mean, we do work pretty hard in tax season. <laughs> but it's January through April, so no one really wants to be outside that time as much. Well, I guess skiers do, but <laughs> I'm not <laughs> a skier. <laughs> um, how long have you been there? At uh, Davis and Bot or Brigham City? Davis and Bots. Uh, this is my third year. Oh, so you you never saw our taxes roll through, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> so you're good. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> We're not in trouble. Perfect. Remember, she doesn't remember things, so she, yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't remember anything bad on them anyway. Right. I mean, I mean, it, it does end up just being numbers. You don't really, I mean, sometimes you're like, whoa, that's a lot of taxes to owe. But like, you don't really, like, you couldn't go to town and be like, it, it was you. <laughs> you were that one that owed like 40,000. You were the one, oh, like double that. But like, not yeah. even double. I mean, can't really talk about it. We won't talk about it. We can imagine. We can imagine. My favorite though. And I know it's so dumb, but I always get so excited when I come across a tax return and um, you get a refund of a dollar or you owe a dollar. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, love love, I would love to have to pay a dollar. <laughs> right. But I mean, when you owe a dollar, it just cracks me up because they're going to have to write a check. <laughs> Wait, it's going to cost more than a dollar to get that dollar. Yes. And, yeah. and then for them to process it. I, so that's why it just cracks. I, yeah, I love it. It makes me happy for some reason. <laughs> well, and whoever like estimated how much they're going to have to pay, they did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought yeah. of that. So I'll have to say way to go. Whichever Kudos CPA. to that person. Yep. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Yeah. You've just, you've had a lot of lot of stuff. Is there any other ones that stand out or that you feel like you want to share? Um, well, it's I'm sure I have more. I mean, just like grandma giving me perms every summer or <laughs> like you know, just trying to run by grandpa and he's sitting in the chair and he'd grab you and rub your face with his chin. <laughs> Those whisker kisses and but just always feeling loved when you went there. Oh, and like my mom went through the health phase where we couldn't have good cereal. So going to grandma prices <laughs> and she would have the most sugary cereal. <laughs> and, you know, you felt loved even though she couldn't like spoil you. Although, I mean, I guess I admit I was spoiled. I got the clear purse. <laughs> <laughs> She did make sure that you felt like you were her number one at that right then. And that was super awesome. And oh, do you remember when grandma, she bought a whole bunch of toys and we all took turns to go into the room and pick out our Christmas gift from grandma, like a little store. I do. But I thought that was in conjunction with Susie working at Sanrio. Well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know where she got them. I just I, know that it was fun. like, And it was so hard to wait your turn to go in. And, and then the decision of what toy to pick was agonizing. Oh, it was. 
Well, when you're talking about Aunt Susie doing that too, I do you remember when we went to the Doug Verl Price Cabin? We all got those like water bottles and pin boxes. Oh yes. Oh, I don't yeah. remember, but I do remember going to the cabin and just ha- that was super, super fun. It was really fun. I think we all really vividly remember that one. Yeah, I think so too. Because it was just so fun to sleep on the floor in that great big room, and yeah, it was yeah, it was a good time. But yeah, if anyone's in Brigham City, we're here. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> Anything. We got you, Craig and I. <laughs> heck, heck, yes, we do. I was I was thinking about when your dad got sick, mm-hmm. um, and what was that like, and what was kind of that process going through that. Yeah. Um, well, it was. I mean, I remember it um, pretty vividly. So we were. It was in the spring in Montana, and our basement crawl space had gotten flooded. And our water pump shorted out. So we were without water for like a week. Oh. And, um, which it's funny the things you remember. And then I got the call uh, to let me know that dad wasn't doing well and that um, it was cancer. And um, my really good friend, she was super awesome because I had told her. And she's like, hey, come over. And she had like this beautiful tub. <laughs> she filled it and she like ran me a bath and with tons of candles. And she like locked me in and said, you know, you don't have to do anything as long as you need and just process. And which was really nice because I didn't have water at home. <laughs> and, so, like, and that was really kind because I could work through a lot of the emotion of just the news um and you know you look it up and the kind he had a lot of times it was and I don't remember if it was like AML or I don't know but it was the kind of cancer that you find out after they've passed away that that's what killed them it's a very fast acting one and so just kind of trying to to process that and um I don't know. I mean, it, it it was super, super hard. I was glad I had that time. And um, then we just started doing weekly family calls and we would plan on who could go when. And we tried to go have someone there with mom and dad every couple weeks, if I'm remembering correctly, um, so that they weren't alone all the time and then whoever went would kind of check in and let everyone know what was going on and it's such and I I feel so bad um anger had to be there with all of the times that were the scariest with with dad almost passing away and and luckily she was I don't know if I could have handled that at all um she and there were just some pretty pretty I don't know how to describe it just painful or where he was really going and um, she was able to grab a nurse and have them come back and but it was it was tough 
Because he was only in his early 60s. And now that we're getting older, it's not that old at all. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's just, it was, it was hard to see him go through that much pain. Um, and it was hard too, because, um, he, he ended up, there was a, he was flying and he landed pretty hard. And this was before he'd gotten sick and so hard that all of the oxygen masks came down. And, and there was a pilot for the same company in the back of the airplane. And he, unbeknownst to my dad, had called in the maintenance. So when my dad called, they're like, oh, yeah, we've got it under control. But then it was so weird. Um, and so he's like, okay, I, I guess. But then my dad got in trouble for, um, for not doing it correctly. Which is weird because the other guy should have gotten in trouble for that. And yeah, to and, let the actual pilot do it, not the guy in the back. Right? Like, yeah. what is this guy doing taking over this thing? So, Dad, it was just so weird all the things that were happening at that time with my parents. Like, so he's, you know, struggling to with this cancer and radiation and all of that. We're trying so hard to to be there with him and just hoping he makes it another day, another week. And then you find out that like the FAA is having this investigation about something that's not his fault. And, um, and then I think there's other thing. Oh, my mom had renters who were trashing their house in Houston. And like, it was, it was that, I think that was part of, Hard, part of the hardest part of watching this happen is seeing all these other things happen and you're like why now why is this happening all now and and you wonder if like does that have to be like Joe before he dies kind of <laughs> thing like what is going on and it was hard um it was hard I still miss him and I and but it's it's hilarious because I love listening to the podcast because sometimes someone will mention them and it's just so nice, you know, Eric Price was so kind and he, he took this time to spend time with my parents and I totally appreciate it. And it's so fun, but to think about that, I really feel like any one of us would have done it too. And I know, but it was so nice that Eric did. And he would come over and mow my parents' lawn and kind of be there when we couldn't be there. And I know we all owe him for that because we could, we were all, we all live so far away. But um, my dad hung on a long time, six months. And that's a, an eternity, I feel like, for that kind of pain that he was in. I think I, I really look up to your family and your mom and your dad, like the poise and the grace of all the stuff that you guys went through, but the way you went through it, like, I, I know we all know that there are probably really hard days, but I don't know. I think it's awesome. And you're an inspiration to me. Well, and my dad, like, and my mom, they really didn't complain I mean, they had so many reasons to complain. I gave you like a few, <laughs> like, 
dad really didn't he just um was there super kind to all of the the people they all just loved him the workers at the hospital and um when we found out so he went down to San Diego to get a bone marrow but then the cancer had come back or I don't know why blood count I it's all a mess in my head but um so we all came back to and we're there about a week together and it was really nice to kind of spend time and he had come home and they just had hospice there and um and I I really appreciate that time and there was one so one and he had come downstairs the the first day and maybe the second but then like after the third day he was just in his room and so we'd all kind of take turns to be in the room and then um it was just one evening um we were all downstairs and I don't know if it was me I don't someone was like hey we need to be upstairs so we all went upstairs and hung out in the room and we were telling family stories and laughing about boats trips and the parasol and how terrifying that was or just random fun memories and and that's when dad passed away and it was, I'm so grateful that we had that time together it was super sweet and um special and and you know like that's what you hope for that you can be surrounded by your family like granddad yep. <laughs> That was fun too to be there. Um, and I can't say I don't know why I say fun, but I'm glad that I got to be there for and be in Utah and close by too for them. But it was also nice. It was interesting too. So Dad died in Las Vegas, and the funeral was going to be in Salt Lake, and apparently you have to have like permission to transport a body across state lines. And, um, and we wanted to have the funeral fast because people had to, we are already kind of spent time together. And so you didn't want to like go home and then turn around and come back. Yeah. And the funeral home was, they were saying, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. But then it's getting closer to when we have to have the funeral and, um, we need to get there and start leaving, but none of the paperwork has been done. So Arn left and followed the courier who had to go to the courthouse and to a judge, like to all these different places to make sure that it would get done the same day. And my dad's boss from the company he worked for was like, anything you need. So we called him and he's like okay I'll get the lawyers on it <laughs> so they were calling and then there was someone in the ward who worked for the sheriff's office and so it was kind of funny <laughs> so we were talking to him and he's like okay we'll get on it and so it was the fastest moving paperwork <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> and mom was funny because she was like well I guess we can have a close we're gonna have a closed casket anyway we could just pretend like <laughs> 
it all worked out and it was kind of funny because Arn said that um like he would they would go into one office and he could hear phones ringing (laughs) I'm sure that's all of the people who were helping us out trying to get that going that push it through yeah (laughs) so that was that was a kind of a funny and um another one of my favorite stories I mean like favorite stories but um so so that's happening and then we have church before we're gonna leave and um my mom's bishop asked her to get up and bear her testimony and she didn't tell us because she knew we'd all be totally mad at the bishop which Mm -hmm. is is probably right of us Mm -hmm. (laughs) i can't believe you're gonna ask someone who's just barely widowed of like a day to get up and bear her testimony so she didn't say anything and um but we're all at church and we were in the back row and mom was kind of in the middle with some grandkids and Doug and Susie, I think grew up there sitting with her. And, um, so it's the sacrament and the, the weirdest thing happens because all of a sudden we start hearing rock music being played and, and we can see mom scrambling. And one of my nephews, I think had opened my dad's iPad to play a game <laughs> and it, instantly turned music on and you know there's like a lock screen like there's no reason it should start blaring music just from opening the flap right (laughs) and it was the funniest thing and everyone's kind of laughing and mom's all embarrassed (laughs) like okay that's weird and then the bishop announces that mom's gonna bear her testimony and so she goes up and i am convinced that my dad made that happen to like help my mom laugh and relax a little bit before she had to get up and bear her testimony. Yeah. Cause you can't tell me that I mean, you know, yeah. I could just see my dad totally doing that. Yeah. <laughs> music in sacrament meeting. I'm still over here fuming at your bishop. Like or her bishop. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Can you believe that? Like, no. Who does that? <laughs> I bet she did great. She did. It oh, was I'm beautiful. sure she did. It's just. Oh, I, I know. Oh. I, I... <laughs> oh, yeah. And I guess it was lovely that you all were there and got to hear it. Yeah. I There's no way I would be able to do that, but. No. She's amazing. <laughs> We went and saw, we stopped in Vegas. I can't remember what we were doing, but we went and saw your dad. And I, mm-hmm. I he was um, just laughing, having a good time still. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. It just, it's just one of my, like a fond memory of like, of stuff that's going on, but still like having that like wit about him. Yeah. Regardless, like, I don't know. I think it's awesome. Well, he he was like that. I mean, you know, he could be serious. It's so fun to grow up with someone who could find joy in anything and just be excited. Like, whatever project he was working on, he would just get so excited. Like, he put... I honestly believe he started the trend of putting rollerblade wheels on suitcases. <laughs> 
Because he totally did <laughs> clear back in the day, and now they all have them. But like, <laughs> or they did. And now they're different. But and he, or he would, I mean, he had paper maps, and they would mail him updated maps. You know, oh, before yeah. technology caught up to us. And I remember, like, he'd have to sit down and replace the maps, and um, he would always find some way to make it easier so he'd come up with these cool clipboards that can attach to his leg or something you know to have the maps more easily accessible or you know he made kites it's it's always kind of fun to come home and see your dad like sitting at the sewing machine <laughs> you're like so what you doing dad like, making a kite <laughs> yeah kite. those awesome. mini parachute kites and they were or you know he made us those rocket launchers or yeah, model rocket launcher model yep. rocket launchers and they live on always an adventure like oh yeah and we did the street hockey and we really got into climbing when we lived in colorado and that was pretty fun too and so it was just just life was always an adventure and look for it's just there and you don't have to look hard for it it was always a like, fun and then, you know, we got Grandma, Ar- I see Grandma Arlie now, <laughs> Arlie's mom. And she did, she was so fun in her own way, too. Like, um, she would, one year we made Christmas cookies and she did a hard frosting and oh, then yeah. bought the food coloring that you could, that was kind of more gel like. And so we got to kind of watercolor on the cookies. And that was so much fun. And she would always come up with fun, creative ways to just do art. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of hard times, too. <laughs> like, I guess that's the way it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you had, to, you had to go through life. <laughs> yeah. You know, the really, though, Anya, I really, not just me, but we all appreciate you sharing that. Like it's, I don't know. It, it means something. Yeah. It's fun to talk about dad and, and it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's been, is it 12 years now? So I feel like oh. I should have written more down when it, right after it happened. But I think now I want to spend more time on just memories of, being together and you know like going or walking around Burlington Vermont and getting an ice cream cone at the creamery and yeah just that special one-on-one special one-on-one oh another time um I was in high school in Colorado and this is show how old I am the New York New York casino had just opened in Las Vegas with a roller coaster and I was like damn we have to go (laughs) and he's like all right and so he found a time and when my um grandparents the Bjorn side they went to Las Vegas to visit friends and so he and I went to Las Vegas and I got to go on the the roller coaster ride with my dad my grandpa (laughs) (laughs) And the sad thing is, it was like only five dollars to ride, and now it's like who knows, fifteen, it's like or thirty, thirty. Oh man! 
but and it was so cool because I have a picture still of me writing and I think my grandpa was in his 80s (laughs) but he was up there too it was really fun (laughs) oh what a good memory yeah and then one time I was all set to go with my dad to go visit my grandparents in Seattle and I was on the plane and I was the last one who made it on and um, they had to call me up because the lady that I took seat finally showed up. Oh no. <laughs> and that was, and the poor little flight attendants are like, we're so sorry. Cause they knew I was the pilot's daughter. And I had to wait for my, you know, do the credit, not the collect call where you call home and then in the message, you go, mom, come pick me up from the airport and then hang up. <laughs> I was just talking to someone about that the other day. And we, we all did that, right? Where it says, say your name. And you're like, yeah, mom, come get me right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whole different time. Good old days. <laughs> Good old days. Yep. They're so old. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So funny. Or having a pace phone at your high school. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, well, all of my friends had um, pagers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. So, so fancy. A pay phone. <laughs> so fancy. And it's funny because they would just, like, call each other. Like, it, there really wasn't much to do. And just do different codes or whatever. So it's, I don't know, had a fun adventure. So far, we'll see how we've got some more coming up. Yeah, I'm going to hear all about Roan and Alaska. And I think it's so cute that um, Jenna's son was just there. I, or he's there now, but I, th- I don't think they're going to... I think they're just going to pass each other. And yeah, and we like gave him pictures of Jesse and her family. <laughs> just you find, you find these people. Yeah. <laughs> These are your people. These are your people. <laughs> I so I keep wanting people to come. Like I want some I want East Coast. To, yes. I'm so ready. Send your kids to me. I will take care of them. Yes. I, I'll send mine. You'll have to wait a couple years. <laughs> I'll <laughs> still be here, don't worry. More I I figure. <laughs> Man, our missionaries, oh, wow. I love it. Our um so we have a set of three sisters, but they have special oh. permission um from the mission president to come play basketball with us every Thursday. <gasps> we have like a women's pickup game on Thursday morning. Oh, and our PD is, so is on awesome. Monday, but they still oh. Like and we've had transfers, and that's still a standing part of their calendar. And so, like the new Aww. sisters come and play. It's so fun. Yeah, but what a cool awesome. like, like uh, ministering or like however you want to look at it. Like, because I know I feel like you've told me you have all sorts of people come and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah we have non-members and uh, and inactive members, and yeah, all sorts of people. You're right, and uh, so it is. I mean, and that's how I would sell it to the mission president too. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I, and that's good exercise. So it's win-win. Right. And they, I mean, they only come for an hour, but it's it's so fun, and I love that they do it. Yeah, but everything feels so right about that. Like, right? that, yeah, yeah, like that's the what should happen. Like in my mind, like there shouldn't be even a question. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
That's awesome. I love it. It is awesome. It's very different than calling and narking on them for wearing street clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that still surprises me. That's, oh. (laughs) I mean, I just feel like, I guess some people need hobbies. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be Well, and did he even talk to them about it? Or did he just call? And- I think they, he may have said something. Just, hey, FYI, this was brought to my attention. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Oh, oh man. Well, no, it was a good. Besides that, he had a fun mission. It was pretty, pretty fun to hear about it. It was a. So he never went to the MTC. He was supposed to go to the Mexico one to learn Spanish. Oh, yeah. So he did all home MTC and then went straight to Kansas. Mm, and then it was COVID and they had yeah. they couldn't go to members' houses or eat dinner at their house, you know, they could do service and they did a lot of Facebook talking to people online and stuff so he kind of did a hybrid of both yeah that would be different like yeah i don't think they would like the the facebook but i know well and then it's yeah he was the the generation of like oh but it was awesome so his graduation was during covid so Oh, but, so you like Braden? Yeah, JB and Aaron. Yeah, yeah. So this is the school did it to where you had a time to come to the school, and there was only like you can only bring four people, and they had this whole conveyor belt of things where you pick stuff up and you put on your graduation gown and cap, and they had a few places you could take pictures, and then you got to the gym. And they called his name and they filmed him walking across the stage and we got to cheer. And then, <laughs> then as we were leaving, they gave him a swag bag. And then later they put it together as a whole graduation video, but it was kind of my favorite graduation. Yeah. That does actually sound really dreamy. Cause yeah, you don't fun. really need to hear all 400 other kids walking across the stage. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like dragged out for like three hours. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, and then we could watch the video at home and we just kind of did whatever. And then when it got close to when it was like his turn, then we could like cheer again <laughs> and then turn it off. It was awesome. Oh, I admit, I loved it. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. That's something that maybe could have stuck around. there's a few traditions we broke during covid and i'm okay with that yeah yep that one would have been a good one (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so it's i don't know it's so fun to like watch your kids grow up and the things that they go through is just so different. You think that like you're going to give them kind of the same stuff that you went through and it ends up being completely different. <laughs> and, 
it's good but it's funny because i you'd think that you could kind of guide them through but then you're all going through something new Mm -hmm. but it's it's so much fun like i really you know like i said before i am living my dream i love being a mom and i have some pretty awesome kids that i love hanging out with like before Roan left we went to rush it's like one of those indoor fun places and we went on go-karts and it was the thursday after school started in the lane area but ours hadn't started yet so no one was there and we got to ride all the rides so like we played laser tag together and we did the go-karts and we went bowling and didn't feel rushed because there's a huge line behind us but we could do it as much as we wanted (laughs) and it was just so much fun I don't know I'm like we need to make that a continual thing but it's it's really fun to like every stage of kids is so much fun in the fact that like you get to watch them grow but I do think having them older is my favorite I've been thinking about that a lot too lately and I think teenagers are totally my favorite I'm not a baby mom (laughs) uh that stresses me out but I love and loving the teenager stage it's really yeah. fun like the baby stage oh, they're so cute and snuggly and it's so fun but boy every day feels like a year mm-hmm. <laughs> to get through but you get through it and then then it's like the toddler stage is super fun because they're seeing things for the first time and like you get to watch them discover mud and like how much you know realize how cool that is until you're watching <laughs> your kids do it but yeah it's it's just so much fun and it just kind of kills me how fast it went and I know I hated when everyone said how fast it goes but it really does <laughs> like they're not lying it's so fast and all of a sudden we have a senior and that's it and I'm kind of panicking but it's all good. Then we have, you know, fun people join like Nate. <laughs> it was so fun to live in a small town in Montana. It just was just the cutest little, I think it was like 2,500 year round, but then everyone came in the summer and where we were, there's nothing north of it, but Canada. And so it was all wilderness. And in the winter, the the high school students would drive their snowmobiles to school and then afterwards just go up snowmobiling. <laughs> and in the summer, like closer to the summer, they would bring four-wheelers. <laughs> they do four-wheeling. And then in hunting season, um, this is this is funny but honestly you would go into the school parking lot and pretty much every vehicle had a gun because after school they were going to go hunting Mm -hmm. and then the kids if they got something would bring it to the school and like that was almost like an extra field trip to like that whole elementary everyone would come out and appreciate what they got (laughs) like a really big elk or something and 
they would tell the story of how they got it and it was like kind of adorable kind of weird too I mean it is Montana but um just really fun and and it's so funny because while we were there the shop teacher like part of the curriculum they made their own knives and then Helena which was like an hour away a kid got at the very same time a kid got suspended for bringing a knife to school (laughs) (laughs) you can make one but you can't bring it man you can make one up here but you can't go to a big city and take your knife that you just made in Lincoln. So it was like living back in time, I guess. But it was gorgeous. And we love going camping as a family. But when we lived there, we never went camping because we lived it. Like it was just just gorgeous. The weather was so pretty and we had mountains. Like just totally ideal. But then... You know, it's also a small town with not a lot of extra stuff. And we were away from family. So that's kind of part of the reason we came to Utah. But I sure we sure enjoyed it while we were there. I mean, I did kind of have a lot of run-ins with wild animals up there. Not to my... Um, liking. Liking. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, but the funniest one was Greg was walking home from school and one of our neighbor kids was riding his bike and a bear kind of surprised him, the little kid on the bike. And he, he got so scared that he dropped his bike and ran. (laughs) (laughs) Stay on the bike, stay on the bike. Yeah, just stay on the bike but it was it was a little one and it ran the bear ran away too and i don't know but yeah you don't know what you're gonna do when you're scared until it happens right you don't think yeah. about these things but my mom laughs i had sorry well, like a whole fresh new memories i had a feud with a black bear while we lived there I didn't know any better and I threw away a whole bunch of um, I had processed apples to make applesauce or something and so all the leftovers I threw away in my trash and later found out you're not supposed to do that and (laughs) the bear kept stealing our trash and I had asked around and you can't call it in because then you get a fine for baiting the bear uh and so and everyone kind of has their own little contraptions or things to keep the bears out of their trash (laughs) up there and so we tried we did like a bucket full of water and stuff and and every once in a while you'd just hear a crash and you'd see like this white bag walk away (laughs) (laughs) well one day i had this lady come to my door a knock on the door and I answered it and I've never seen this lady in my life and she looks at me and she goes why do you hate me and I'm like um what I don't know what's going on and apparently the bear took our trash to her yard and would tear it all apart and eat whatever it wanted and then leave leftovers there and there they were a seasonal um, resident, so they were never home. 
so of course he's gonna pick their house <laughs> and so <laughs> it was like one of those moments where I'm like that dang bear <laughs> she's like looking at me like what are you talking about like I promise this bear steals our trash and we must eat it and and I took the kids and we went and had to go pick up all of our trash and I was oh, trying no. to find like but I guess you know you have like the school papers or the random address <laughs> like I feel so bad for this lady, like always coming up and there's trash in her yard. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to like, I don't know, destroy your home value. <laughs> I love that she was brave enough to come talk to you though. Right? I, don't, I think I would be like side eye, but I don't think I could do it. <laughs> I know. And I'm wondering like how many times did she have to pick up the trash? before she did come and I feel so bad for her like oh I mean her comment why do you hate me <laughs> right? <laughs> right you're like what I don't I don't know you but yeah it makes sense like because what do you do like why is this person throwing their trash in my yard and not even like nicely <laughs> it's like, it like thinking what what did I do something <laughs> right <laughs> Anyway. Did I cut them off somewhere? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. No clue. That was so fun. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. We'll be right over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, we'll go clean that up. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, and but it's it's super fun. I've I mean, I have such great memories with my aunts and uncles too. And, um, you know, they've treat, they treated me just like an extension of their immediate family. And, you know, um, like aunt Janiel, I loved coming to visit you guys and, um, she would let us make rolls with her. <laughs> like, I know. And just, yeah. And just knowing that, like, if I were anywhere in the country that, if anything happened and I know like Craig's parents I think were driving to Washington and I was like okay so if there's an issue in Idaho you're gonna call <laughs> Mary Kathy and then if there's an issue in Oregon you can call my aunt Janiel and then you know if anything happens you know on the way you, you you're covered or if you're in California you know where to go and that, <laughs> that it's just it's so awesome to to have fun memories and like aunt Kathy one year totally knew how to make um fanny packs and she made me one and I just felt like a million bucks because it was the coolest thing ever that is pretty cool (laughs) yes and so it's just been a really fun extended family and I not too long ago I was just walking around thinking of how rich I feel because I have just this amazing support system that I could call on I mean I we don't talk often (laughs) you know I I know that I've got them like it's just such a wonderful support net of you know if I need help um or say anything I've got backup and and not many people have that and just how rich that makes me feel and 
almost embarrassed by how, <laughs> how good I have it. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, you know, and, and I feel bad, but really I could talk and I've got so many fun memories with my cousins and, um, you know, that's just my whole growing up or just when we get together and it's just so wonderful. I love it. I've enjoyed being a member of the Price family and I've grandma and grandpa have definitely made me feel that they knew me and that was really nice. We appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. We look forward to interviewing all of you and as grandma Price would say, see you in the morning. Thank you.